Um, so we left off yesterday uh, discussing all the places that are Chayev or Potter in Amazosa. As far as I remember, and maybe you guys can just confirm this with me, we did not yet discuss shawls. Is that right? The tunnel. No, right? We didn't, no? Okay. So let's do that. Rabbi, so I realize that there is so much to do that if I'm going to do it properly, it will take us three weeks. Now, I don't... We don't have three weeks. I mean, maybe we should, but we don't have three weeks because there's the rest of Kolatari Kolatari to learn. So, Be'ez HaShem, we're going to try to skip, you know, some of the not-so-no-gaya cases. Uh, any questions that you have, we'll do afterwards, just so we can just run through the material. Uh, there's a lot to do. Uh, um, you know, there really is a lot to do, and I want to try to do it in a way that we can understand at least it, not just to say the Piskei like we normally do. And uh, we'll start like this. So, we're in the middle of the sugya of talking about what is Chayev and what is Pata. There's a Gemara in Yuma Dafyud Aleph, where the Gemara tells us, Beis HaKneses, Shiyesh Badira, Chayiv B'mezuzah, seems to have been the case that if you have a shul that was the house to the chazan, at least that's what the Gemara says, then you would obviously put mezuzah in it because that's where people live. Whereas, says the Gemara in Yuma Yud Aleph, She'ein Bo Beis Dira, Reb Meir Mechayiv V'chachomim Poitrim. So it's Be'etzim, it's a Machloikos already in the Gemara. Shulchanoch Reish Peivov Siv Beis tells us, La'locha Lemaisa, that if the Beis HaKnesses has a Dira, meaning people live in it, then of course they're going to be Chayiv, but otherwise it's Pata. What's the reason? Because it's Kodesh. It's Kodesh, as I state in Rambam. The Rambam says the reason why a Beis HaKnesses, now Beis HaKnesses, by the way, is a place that's miyuchot only for davening. Only for davening. Daniel told me this morning, this afternoon, that uh, monks in London does not have a mezuzah on the entrance to the actual shul. Because it's a base of Knesses. They only learn, they only daven in there. Okay, maybe every so often, Timin Hamar, there's a she, or whatever, before Musa, there's a she. But, Lamaisa, it's miyuchot for davening only, and for davening, it's pata. Why? It's not beisecha. The Torah says, Ochasavdama mezuzah is beisecha, a base haknesses is not beisecha. You would do things in your house that chas v'shalom you should never do in shul. Never, ever, ever. Right? Dine base haknesses. We talked about it. Barichas. Right? Before we got back into our shuls. Right? The Kedusha. And therefore it's not beisecha. Or it's got to be like Rashi and Taisvis learn a bias hamiyuchud lecha. It's got to be miyuchud for you, and here it's not miyuchud for anybody. Which is interesting, by the way, because Taisvis asked the Kasha, what would be the case? You know, you know. I'll just just agav in the parentheses in brackets, as they say. You know, it's it's amazing when you learn that halacha properly. You see how it comes from the Gemara all the way down. It's mamish, you know, it's. Daniel, as we say, Talmud Mevili de Maisa. You know, it's Mamish goes all the way. You've got Tosas, Tosas asked Akasha, and it's Alokha de Maisa. Ask Tosas Akasha, what if you have a shul that belongs to a human being? It belongs to one person, not to the Kalal, not to the Tsibo, but one person owns the shul. Right? It's very again in America, this one. And this is probably more again in America than it is in, in, in other places. In America, every, every second street in Borough Park is Nocha Shul, Nocha, Nocha Rebbe, Nocha Admor, Nocha Zot. That's how it is, right? So the question is, does that require a mezuzah? So it's a big shayla. It's a big shayla. I don't want to go into it now. Pashas you put on without a bracha in that case. Um, so that is a base haknesses, a base hamedrash, which is basically what most of our shuls are, with the exception of a few. Most of our shuls are not just a base haknesses. It's not only the place we learn, we, we daven in. We also learn that not just there's shurim there, there's chavusas, there's a koilol, there's, you know, people are learning there, things are happening over there. So a base hamedrash, the din of a base hamedrash actually is, from the Gemara in Menachas Daf Lamad Gimel Omel Aleph, is actually Potter Mina Mezuzah. 
a base hamedrash's potem in a mezuzah. However, it's a machlokes rishonim. It's a machlokes rishonim. The Rambam, Tosfos, the Rosh, and others held that you're potter. However, there's a Maram and an Eshkol and a Motcha that hold that you're chayiv. The Shulchan Aruch says it's potter. Yesh Oimim that you're chayiv. That's the lotion of the Shulchan Aruch, and therefore what we do generally is we put it on without a bracha. Which, by the way, is, you, you're going to probably get that common theme very often with Hilchos Mezuzah, or if you ever called a Rav with a Shailah of Hilchos Mezuzah, so um, he may tell you, put it on without a bracha. There are two options. Either he hasn't got a clue, and therefore he's just telling you to put on that bracha, because why not? Or he actually knows what he's talking about, and it's a machoikas, and therefore, like, bracha, bracha, we're not going to make a bracha. So by a Beis medrash, the same thing. And the Rambam says the same idea. A Beis medrash is a mokim kedusha. It's not a mokim ladira. Right? Again, we dash over the Gemara Numa. A mezuzah is put on a base dira, where you live. You don't live in the shul. You don't live in a base medrash. You might want to, but you don't. Says the Rambam, it's kedusha. And Tosfus, famously again, Lishitosai, holds its Beisecha, your house. This is not your house, right? Again, this is the Rabbonishom's house. This is the mini Beisamikdosh with Dine Beisamikdosh in it. It's not your house. It's not Beisecha. And therefore, the Maisa, what we do is, you put it on without a brocha. If it's a privately owned Beisamedrush, then then the, Rabbi, the Peschetjuba brings a Tosfus, then the Nabada, you should put it on 100%. And now, as I pass the Maisa, Rabbi can ask that you put it on, even maybe even with a Brocha in that case. Um, I'll give another reason why the Shach, for example, brings this down to Cotton Yudas. Why we uh, make a, why we put a mezuzah on a shul is because you've got people that eat there, they schmooze there, in, in learning, obviously. And, you know, especially if you have a shtibol and you've got shalashidas and you've got a kiddish, can I know it turns into a gansamatsev? Mimela, that's why we're going to be high. Okay, so that's that sugya. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Lots and lots and lots of things to do. You have questions, put them on the chat, or ask me afterwards. A bathroom. What is the din of a bathroom? So we meramised to this yesterday, when yesterday we discussed the dira she'ena shell covered. It is a, a, a dwelling, an accommodation, that is not a uh, respectful one, right? It's a necessary one, but not a respectful one. So here we have, once again, a Gemara in Yuma Dafyudala from a base, where the Gemara says, Yochol Shani Marba Af I would have thought to include the Beis HaKisei. Beis HaBorkasi Yomerchatz Fetfila Talmud Loima Bayis Mahabayis HaOsu LeKovod Afkola Osu LeKovod Yotze Edu She'in Osu LeKovod Says the Gemara We learn from the word bias that a house is normally something that you do respectful things in it. You sleep there. You sit there. You eat there. You schmooze there. Not something that you do non-respectable things. Again, necessary things, but non-respectable, like a bathroom. And therefore, a bathroom is 100% potter minamazuzah, because it's not a dira shell covered, without any shiloh whatsoever. Now, um, by the way, uh, the Yorchashulchan already addresses this shiloh. What if you have a bedroom with a toilet inside the bedroom? Why would you want that? I have no idea. I once sat with a guy who just got out of prison... And we were going through some of the Shilas, and this was one of them, right? I mean, obviously, he wasn't going to put on mezuzah, but you know, we, we discussed. Yet, yeah, there's a toilet in the in the cell, right? So we had many Shilas of Elchus Brachas and Davening Shemirachim, lots and lots of different Shilas. But if you put a um, a toilet in the bedroom, then it could be that the uh, bedroom will actually be higher than a mezuzah. Somebody told me, um, I don't even remember where it was, some place in the world where it's becoming common thing not to put a door on the bathroom. 
Like everything's open plan. Like you have a house with open plan dining room and couch lounge area and salon, whatever. So it's becoming like open plan. Everything, I don't know, apparently that's modern, I don't understand it. But, uh, Al says that of course you have to cover the mezuzah, because we'll discuss that later on, obviously. But, uh, without getting involved in the uncovering and covering on the mezuzah, if you have a bathroom in your, uh, bedroom, then it will actually be chayev in a, in a mezuzah. I'll tell you an interesting shayla. This interesting shayla is, uh, was Nagaya to me, uh, in my previous apartment, none of you guys were there, but in my previous apartment, down the street, so we had a bathroom, and off the bathroom, there was a, what they call a chedeshirut, which was a small room, with a washing machine, a dryer, the boiler was there, you know, we used to keep a couple of sucker things there, you know, it was like a little, small little area, forget about the size, we'll discuss the size in a moment, but it was off the toilet. Now, here my problem was, the following, okay, a toilet's potter, but this room is chayev, so do I put a mezuzah in the toilet, on the door, going into this room? That, that was my shayla. So, Be'etim is a prima godim, no rechaim simon pedalet, that goes to such a similar shayla, and it comes out lemaisa, from the prima godim, which sounds like the Mishabur even paskins that way, in simon pedalet, si cotton aleph, that we're chayef. That it, yeah, the toilet is part of because it's a dima covered. But if you have a room off the toilet, then the door that's in the toilet, obviously, and the mezuzah would kind of be in the toilet, depending on how the Tzuras HaPesach obviously is, which we'll go to at a different time, it's going to come out to be Chayev in that case. So I went to my Rebbe, Rebbe Zul Orbach. I said, Rebbe, what do we do? So he told me, absolutely not. It's Be'etzem not correct to put a mezuzah even in the toilet. I went to the Belzadayin, Rebbe Shammai Gross, right? Sheva Tekahasi, unbelievable chubas. So he told me as well the same thing. Absolutely not. Even though there are those I know that hold Yochayev, Lemaisa, uh, I was told clearly that you're Potter, and that's Lemaisa what we do, Halacha Lemaisa. Um, another interesting question, while we're on this sugya, while we're on this sugya, is what if you have a small room before the toilet? Right? Now, this could be very Nagaya. Right? And as you've got the bathroom, you've got the toilet, sometimes there's a small little entrance, a little, it's, it's its own room, it's got its own door even. And that's like the entrance to the toilet, right? You've got one door, and then you've got another door. They do that, for example, in public toilets, right? It's not a gear, because a public toilet generally is by a goy and whatever. If you go to a hotel, and there's a public toilet there, so how does it work? There's always two doors. You ever wondered that? There's two doors. You've got one door, which is a small little room, and then you go into the second door. They do that for the smell. They do it so people shouldn't see straight in. Oh, lots of different reasons. Imagine if you have one of those. So many points can hold... Uh, the Shevet Alevi, for example, Ravoznan, Chelik Zayin, Semekufayin Alev, the Oznidbru, and others, that they hold that since the whole tachlis of this room is to get to the toilet, so it's potter like the toilet, right? With the exception, if in that room there is something that has another function. I'll just take one example that you guys will remember, right? You know in my house over here, even though it's not Halacha Lamaitza this, but you know I've got the bathroom right where you guys wash. Opposite the bathroom is the sink there. It's a small little tiny room. One person, two people can stand there. And that goes to the toilet. And there's no door on that area there, if you know what I'm talking about. If theoretically there would have been a door there, it would not really require a mezuzah because it leads to the bathroom. But since there's a sink there also, and it has a function just to wash your hands, which... Kenai Nahor with Corona is used you know, many, many times during the day. So therefore, Udu Kaimazusa, even though its function is to go into the toilet, but it has its own function, and therefore, it will be chayv. Again, notwithstanding the size, the size we'll get to. We have a lot to discuss when it comes to the size. We'll talk about it. Um, just a couple of other, other things as well that we have to go through. Again, there's so much to do. Somebody asked yesterday about a caravan. 
So I found the command all the poiskin the minchasitzik as a truvin chedik base the debitzin and robin by Moshe chedik base peches the chalkis Yaakov yodei kusamik gimel that they want a taina that a caravan that people live in. I think Americans don't call that a caravan, right? Probably not. No, you probably put it like a trailer, something similar to that, right? You give it some name. I don't know, whatever. So, um, so um, yeah. So one of those things that people live in it that will be chayiv in a mezuzah, uh, a train. I don't know what the shayla really is, but, you know, a train, theoretically, will be potter, because you don't live there, there cars, obviously. Now, we'll talk about uh, bungalow colonies, right? Bungalow, if you rent a bungalow colony upstate New York, or in Pennsylvania, or somewhere similar to that one, I don't know, wherever it may be, um, so would you have to put a mezuzah, if it doesn't belong to you, if it belongs to you, obviously you have to. We'll talk about that. I'll tell you another interesting shayla. A marpeset. A porch. Right? Eretz is wrong. You have a porch. Does it need a mezuzah? yeah. Why shouldn't it need a mezuzah like anywhere else? Right? You, you People use the porch. They sit outside the porch. They, they grill on the porch. People eat on the porch. People smooth on the porch. People daven on the porch. So therefore, it's very much got a usage and never needs a mezuzah. The problem is, which side you put the mezuzah on? And that's got a major controversial situation. Now, I don't want to get too much involved in this because we haven't actually discussed this. But this is Sugya Bifne Atzmai. Stamazo, where do you put the mezuzah? So in many, in our front door, it's pretty obvious where we put it, but there are some doors that it's not so poshant. So when it comes to a, uh, when it comes to a Marpeset door, there are two different sheeters over here, right? Someone hold, you put it on, on the right side, like regular. How, how do you go into the Marpeset? You go into the right, so you put on the right going out. Others say, no. But the Maisa, when you come in, that's the Ica. Right? Because then you put it on the right as you enter, as you enter from the Rapesa into the house. Right? So that's actually the Minigur Shalayim, by the way. Minigur Shalayim, someone who told us Minigur Olam, is to put it uh, on the right-hand side as you enter the Marpeset, as you enter the Marpeset, and that's the Minigur of many, many Hasidim. Um, others, and including the Chazanish, held not that way. And they said that the Chir doesn't come from the Marpeset, it comes from the house. And therefore, you'd put it on as you come into the uh, into the into the bias into the house. Okay, let's move on again. These are the shaylas. If you have a shayla specifically about this, there's not, if you have, by the way, I have this. If you have a marpeset with two doors, and there's two ways to get to it, right? Which is quite common that you can have two entrances to one marpeset. So lekule alma, you put it on the right hand side when you enter the house. The reason is because you could go in. in you could, in other words, if you got only one, you could only go out through that way, and you're going to have to come back in. But here, you could go either way, and if you can go either way, each one could theoretically be the entrance into the house. But again, that is a huge sugya, huge sugya. Let's move on, Rabbi Say. Let's talk about the size. Let's talk about the size. Let's talk about the side. Another thing also I have to remind you, this is also very important. Um, this is very, very important. A beisha. You know, a beisha means basically an entrance, right? For, I'll give you a small example. Let me see if, I got, if I've got anything better on this. Um, hmm. We've got a lot of pictures to deal with, but I, I'm, I'm going to get to, maybe we'll do that more towards the end when we've... Uh, yeah. There is a lot to do. We've got a lot to discuss. What, what is it? You know, where to put the mezuzah. We've got to put the height. We've got, there's, there's just, there is so much for us to discuss. I'll be honest with you. I'm scared it's going to go on longer, but the guys have to give me feedback if you're enjoying this, right? I'm relying on you guys to tell me whether you're actually enjoying this and we can go, you know, do it more or, you know, it's enough already. Give me, 
Kolatari Kula. You know, we've got a lot more to do. But a base shah basically means, I guess, would this be a good example? I guess this would be a good example. I guess this, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to figure out a way of seeing this. Right? You're gonna figure out a way of seeing this. You've got entrance over there, going into that room over there. I have to see it as well. Um, basically, you've got, I don't know if you can see, you've got, what, where is it? You've got, oh, here's the entrance of the house. Here's the entrance of the house, right there, yeah? And that's a little room, and there's the inside of the house, okay? So, this small little room over there, this is a beisha. Anything that's a beisha is chayv and because it, it's leading on to the house. If you have a beisha that has no shaykhahs, that's something else. Or, for example, you have a beisha, an entrance, where the doorway, which we will discuss, is not there for a doorway purposes, that could be different. But we'll try to get to some of those. Now, um, let's go to a few more questions, because we've got a lot more to discuss. The size of the room. What's the size of them? So we, here we have the Gemara, which I'm sure we're all familiar with in the Gemara in Sukkot, Davkimul Amar Aleph, where the Gemara tells us like this: dalad amas al dalad amas You can't get clearer than that. Before the Gemara in Sukkot, Davkimul, that a house with less than or house means a room, right? In the Gemara Ba'is them generally means a room. A room less than dalad al dalad. It's not going to be chayv and mezuzah. Why? Because you need makim ledira. You can't sleep in a place less than dalad dalad. The shaila now is okay. Maybe we have a little bit of a diagram over here. The shaila is over here. When we say dalad dalad, that's what you need, right? That's the the obligation of the room, right? So, um, oh, okay, this is good. This is good. What I say? We're getting somewhere over here. Um, so, so first of all, what is it in sizes? So Reb Chaim Noah holds Daladamus is 1.96, right? Uh, six foot. Um, what, uh, yeah, but uh, the Chazanish held it was 2.32 meters. But whatever it is, so, so how do you work it out? According to the Rambam, you don't need exactly four by four, right? So if you're looking at it, you don't need exactly a square of four by four. You got it? Four by four, you know, squared. In other words, you don't need, you just need 16 amas squared. What's four by four? Come on, guys. Four by four is 16 amas. That's what it is, squared. So therefore, you need a area space, according to the Rambam, of 16 amas. It doesn't have to be exactly. So according to the Rambam, for example, you could have a rectangle, which is two amas by four amas. Two amas by four amas. To feed the Rambam, works. According to the Rosh, it's got to be exactly four by four. And I don't want to, I don't want to tell you, but like, just to give you an idea, who holds like the Rambam, the Beis Yosef, the Bach, the Shach, the Adaktana, the Vilna Goin, the Maram Shik, the Marat, the Marsham, Dorach HaShulchan, the who holds like the Rosh, Rabbeinu Yerucham, the Taz, the Shulchan Aruch HaRab, the Chazan Ish, Gedolei Paiskim on either end. So the Maitre, the Shulchan Aruch, and Sifud Gimel over here in Reish Bevov in Yeridea, Paskins like Shittas Rambam. That means I don't care about the shape. If you've got 16 square Amas inside, then it is Chayv in a Mezuzah. Now the question is, Avi mentioned this yesterday, or we know, he, we actually had a conversation about this uh, from his Talmud Chochem father that knew this Halacha, Baruch Hashem. Now does f- uh, f- furniture take away from the space. If you've got furniture in the room, which is so nagaya, is that going to take away from the 4x4? Four four? So, a lot of poets can hold that since the room is 4x4, four four, I don't care about furniture, and if it's 4x4, four four, even if it's not got that area of space inside because the furniture takes up the space, you are going to be others as well. Others hold not that way. In other words, once it's smaller, it's smaller. So the postcard will tell you generally to put it on without a bracha in that case because it's unclear exactly what it is. Comes along, my boys. I listen very carefully. 
comes along the Chamudei Daniel and Pischei Shuvah Sikot and Yudalef and Yeredei Simon Reish Peivov. And the Chamudei Daniel says like this. Says the Chamudei Daniel with a tremendous Chiddush, a Gewaldige Chiddush, an important Chiddush. And he says, what if you have a, a, a room that needs 4x4, four four, but Lemaisa, it's less than 4x4, four four, but it's a Beishah, right, that picture I showed you before, the entrance of the household, right, little porch area, it's less than 4x4, four four, but it's a Beishah to the house, then of course you'll chayiv in a mezuzah, because it's an entrance. Comes along the Chamudit and he'll write with a tremendous Chedesh. Listen to this. If a person has a room that's not Dalad al-Dalad, which the Gemara tells us is Potter. Says the Chamudah Daniel, I'm not going to go through his rayas right now. He says the Chamudah Daniel, if it's meant to be less than Dalad al-Dalad, I want it to be that not Dalad al-Dalad. I'm happy with it, less than Dalad al-Dalad. It's, it, it, it provides the function it was made for by being less than Dalad al-Dalad. You are chayiv in a zoza without a bracha. Without a bracha. As I pass him to Marisham, the Chalkisyakov, the Emek Bracha, Cheshiv Ve'Efod, Shekein Noiga Alma, like this Chamura Daniel. And okay, it's a Gavaldika Chiddush. People have cloakrooms in their houses, right? You have a cloakroom. You have a room that I remember when a guy was moving to Lakewood, so he came to me with his plans of the uh, of the house that he was buying, and it had a little cloakroom there, and he's like, there's a guy in a mezuzah. <coughs> Sorry, we measured the size, it was less than dollar to dollar. He says to me, I don't want it to be so big, or how many coats do you think I have? If it's big, it's going to take up more space in my house, so I'd rather it be smaller. So it's less than dollar to dollar. You have a little tiny room, a couple of hangers over there, people hang things. It's high in a mezuzah. Right, if it's less than Dalit al Dalit, if you can walk in, it's not a cupboard, I'm not talking about a cupboard, I'm talking about a walk-in thing, obviously. I'm talking about a walk-in thing over here. Or, for example, if you've got a little room with washing area for sinks, for Nutella Sedayim. I don't want it so big, I don't need it so big, it's just to go in and wash your hands. I even saw one time, this was in England, in an old English house, a phone room. You ever saw this before? It's incredible. A, a room for the phone. I, I was shocked. A, a room with a, with a door. You open the doors, a little tiny little couch and a phone. Mamish. Private conversations only. Unreal. And that the there's no reason why that shouldn't be Chaiban Mazuza. Okay, maybe not not with a bracha. But again, it's Chaiban Mazuza in that case. By the way, we're not even gonna discuss this because we're gonna go way off topic. I mean off topic, but like we could spend when you've got I'll give you an example. Um, master bedrooms sometimes come with a walk-in closet. We discussed this yesterday, right? A walk-in closet. So there's no reason why that should be potum in a mezuzah, right? It's less than dollar dal dollar. If it's more than dollar dollar, obviously. But if it's less than dollar dal dollar, less than 16 square hours, then the lemaisa, it's going to be chayv in mezuzah. The problem is, which direction is the mezuzah going to be? Is the mezuzah going to be from the bedroom into the room, or from the room into the bedroom? I'm not going into it at this moment of time. But I'll upon him. That will be the halacha when it comes to that. Now, let's move on. We have a few more minutes. So let's go on to another very important halacha. Does, does the room need doors? Right? So there's a Gemara in Menachas Lam Gimel. The Gemara talks about this, about whether or not the, uh, whether it needs doors or not. And it says that, uh, it means that Reish Galuso built, built a house and he told Rabbi Yechanan to put on mezuzahs. And it tells over there that you need doors. As a machikas was showing me if it needs doors. According to the Rambam, to be chayv and a mezuzah, it needs a door. So, for example, just to make things a little bit exciting, even though I told you we're going to get to many, many, many pictures. Um, if, for example, you have... Where is it? Where is it? Um, 
Bam, 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 bam. Ah, this is very common. This is a very common one. No? Did you move? Where are you? I'll get there in just a moment. Oh, here we are. Look at this, guys. You see it? Look at that. You've got... There's the, there's the front door, right? And there's the... Oh, if I could do it backwards. There's the archway leads into the... This is a very common picture, this one. This is a very common picture. Does this require a mezuzah or not? We'll talk about whether it's a, you know, Tzuras HaPesach, we'll get into that. But there's no doors. So, according to the Rambam, if you don't have a door, then there's no mezuzah. Which is also a chinach and a me'iri and a kolboy. There's a rosh, and the rosh says no. No, he understands the Gemara differently. You don't need a door. And as I pass the Tosfus, and the Ravid, and the Piskiriah, as Rabbi Yeruchim, the Tor. That's a major machoikas. Lemaisa, how do we paskin? Shulchan Aruch Yeridea, in Siv Yudalit Mesh Pevov, says, and he brings Stam, Yochayev and a Mezuzah, even without a door, that's the Rosh. Yesh Omrim, you need a door. Most achroinim achoshes for both shitas. The shach based on Yehuda, Yadaktanet, the Yavis, Chayodim, the Rechem, the Sivus, the Das Kedoshim, and therefore pashas will put it on without a bracha if it doesn't have a door. You know, there's a, there's a reason I'm telling you a lot of these halachas because for two things. First of all, you have to know there's certain doors that are chayev doraisa and there's certain doors that are not. Also, you're not meant to change a mezuzah from a place that it was really chayev to a place where there's a shaila. So now, let's say, for example, you're, cha- you're checking your mezuzahs. I'm just talking about this randomly, even though it's a sugar we'll deal with. Imagine you take off all the mezuzahs, and we'll talk about why and how, how often. You check all the mezuzahs. So you put them in a bag, give it to the sofa, you check them. Okay, let's put them back up. One second. Which mezuzah was the front door one? What's the difference? They're all the same. Some people have a nicer one for the front door, like a bigger one, a taller one, we'll talk about the sizes. But generally, they're all the same. No, no, but it's a major difference. Because you're not meant to change the mezuzah that was on the front door, which is Pashtus Chayib Doraisa, there's a door there, it's got Tzuzah so Pesach, and you're going to swap it now to one that is now on a much le- lower level of Chayib, because it doesn't even have a door, if you the Rambam, you're not even having a mezuzah over there. Especially, as people sometimes have to put on new mezuzahs. And you have to make a bracha or not? So it's important to know these sorts of things. By the way, a curtain, and most posts can hold, has a din of a door. Um, people have curtains instead of doors. By the way, I've been to I've been to a certain godless house here in Yushalayim. He had a, a curtain instead of a door. A folding door, obviously, is considered to be a door without a shaila. And the posts can say that if the if the uh, if the doorway is not meant to have a door, forget. If it has a door, it's going to ruin it, which could be that picture I showed you. Then. It might be considered to be that even then everyone's mask him that it will be, um, <coughs> it will be, uh, in a mezuzah. If you locked or closed or blocked up the door, right, with cement in that case, so the pashtus is that it's, uh, it's already bottled and you no longer have to need a mezuzah. There's an interesting shyla about a, um, what's it called? A turnstile? Is that what it's called? A turnstile? You know, you know that when you go into the mikveh, you've got that, right? Does that need a mezuzah? So the Ravazan and Shevet Alevi wants to tie it's potter, because it's only for one way, not the other way. And that's not a real doorway. Now, let me just end with one last Shaila for today, and that is an elevator. Does a lift or an elevator require a mezuzah? So, this is also, again, we could, we could talk about this just for an hour. There's a Gemara that says, If you've got a little entrance from one, uh, one floor going to the next floor, 
That's how Rashi explains it. Um, the Maisa, somebody goes up there, does he have to put on a mezuzah? That's the Shaila. So many Poiskim hold that there is an obligation on an elevator to have a mezuzah. Many Gedoli Poiskim hold that you're Chayev. However, there are Poiskim, Ramosha, the Debesini Rabbi Telechachmah held that you are Potter from a mezuzah in that case. So even if you're Chayev, you partially put on with that bracha, where do you put it? Where do you put it? So it's very interesting. Um, some people say, for example, the Minchasitzuk writes that the Chiyav, to put a mezuzah, is on the actual elevator itself, not on every floor, on, on the thing that moves, which is incredible, because that's a very good kasha. We're going to have to discuss that, right? Somebody wants to call me up. He went to a mall here in Eretz Yisrael, and they had sliding glass doors, and they put the mezuzah on the sliding door. So when you walked in, he was like, ah! Couldn't get it, right? Just, it went. So that, that, that's that's terribly wrong. But the Minchazitza says you put it on the lift itself. Most posts can hold not that way. You don't put it on the lift itself because that moves. You don't put it on something that moves. You put it on every floor on the entrance. Which side? On the Komat Knisa, right? In the entrance level of the uh, apartment. On the right-hand side as you enter. And on each and every floor on the right as you leave the elevator into the hallway. Because it's a base shower into your household, right? And the Maisa, you should not make a bracha on that for many different reasons. Rabbi Sai, there's a lot more to do. Be'ez Hashem tomorrow. We'll continue with a lot more Be'ez Hashem. Okay.